Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you're having a great start to your Saturday or whatever day it is that you are listening to me. It is, however, a Saturday for me. And uh, rainy, cold, well, not cold, but rainy, dreary morning. It's like 55. I guess it's not too cold, right? Still kind of getting over this little bug. Very irritating. I feel much better. I mean, I can't. I'm completely different than who I was yesterday. So today should be the last day. I'm heading to the gym, and then I've got a uh, what's called an Olympian drip scheduled. So it's an IV drip, um, and it's Olympian. It's got like all just all the good stuff you could possibly imagine in it. So I'm excited. I haven't had an IV drip uh, in a long time. In fact. The last time I went to get one, I had to <laughs> I had to handle an issue right before I went in. <clears throat> and my blood pressure naturally runs a little bit high as it is because my testosterone's so high, um, and that's just a natural side effect. You know, if you're I'm like fifteen hundred nanograms. Oh, actually, I think last time I was like seventeen hundred nanograms per deciliter. So my testosterone's like four or five times, probably five times what the normal person's is. Um, so mine runs, my blood pressure runs a little high and, uh, I'd kind of gotten into it, uh, over the phone with somebody just handling business stuff and, uh, taxes, tax stuff. And, uh, I went in to go get it. My blood pressure was too high. They wouldn't do it. It was like, it's like one, it wasn't like exorbitantly high. It was like 160 over something, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, we got to get it below 150. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm not some old person that's going to die. You know what I mean? I'm just excited right now. That's all. Plus, you know, it's funny. I stick myself with needles almost every single day. Like today I did uh, L-carnitine and vitamin D. So I did another 50,000 micrograms of vitamin D and uh, 1,000 milligrams of L-carnitine right to the butt cheek. And, uh, you still, you just never get, I, 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 maybe some people don't mind it. I never get over the needles thing. I always got to like pat myself up. And I've been doing IM injections now for four years. So it just never, you never, I mean, you get used to it. It does get easier, but it never, that little bit of fear ahead of time never goes away. You know, my big thing is like nicking blood vessels. Like I've pulled needles out and squirted all over the place. <laughs> I can't even think about it. It makes me like <laughs> But uh, I've got one of those scheduled today. We got some got some big plans for the gym. I'm gonna hit back today. It's kind of being sick this week because I missed a whole day. So I missed a whole day of lifting. I missed a whole day of Muay Thai. So it's like I feel like I'm playing catch up. But I got two sessions in yesterday. So Muay Thai in the morning, and then I had a good uh, leg workout that uh, I just kind of, I did not, when I got to the gym yesterday, uh, I'm not going to lie, I almost didn't go in, I sat out in my car, and uh, I popped a Zin, and uh, in my lip, and uh, sat there and let the Zin get that nicotine in my blood, and that gave me the last boost that I needed uh, to get in there and get it done, and I went in there and I squatted, top set, 500 pounds, I'm sorry, 495 pounds top set for two. 
and uh, still got it done. Then I went to, got that done, got home, got showered up, and then went to our first line defense uh, partners dinner. We have those once every couple of weeks, and that's really coming together, first line defense, man. We're super, super, super excited. We've got, I mean, we've got everything bottled out now. I mean, it's software. Sent another payment to the people making the software yesterday. Not bad, man. When you outsource the software, um, well, it's just, uh, it's. let me just say we found a cheap way to do it. And uh, so all together, I think software is going to be like eight grand when it's all said and done, which isn't bad when you think about putting together a fully comprehensive software program. Um, so we're, we're pretty excited, man. I can't wait. And uh, it's cool when you have, it's cool going into, you know, and I've talked about this a lot. I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but starting businesses is really my favorite thing to do. Um, you know, when we have these meetings and these brainstorming sessions, you just get surges of creativity. You know what I mean? You get surges of just, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's so cool to come together put your heads together and start to problem solve and troubleshoot shoot and develop your systems and procedures like we talked about what our approach in the what our approach in the market's going to be we brought on uh who's going to be basically our national sales director jim and he completely uh he came into dinner last night with such a good idea we had to go back to the drawing board and rewrite everything that we had originally came up with uh, but now we're going into the market without giving out too many details. Now we're going into the market with two plans of attack. So me, Jim, Randy, and Alex sat there last night, banged that out, came up with some ideas, and it was a, it was a great session. It was a great session. I really encourage you, man, to try to start a company. You know, whatever it is, just go for it, you know? And, and even if it doesn't go anywhere, like, even if it flops this won't flop I'm talking about you know if you go out on your first venture and even if it flops it's still you learn a lot along the way you learn how to do things you learn you build relationships so like now you know if I were to start a new company five years ago um, it'd be completely different because I didn't have the legal infrastructure and relationships I didn't have the business partners that I do now. I didn't have the capital I do now. You know what I mean? We didn't have to take out any loans to start this company. At some point, we're going to need major funding. You know, when it really starts to take off, we're going to need investors. Um, you know, because at that point, you need millions of dollars, right? But I make good money, you know, but I don't make, you know, I if I make $2 million this year, gross. That's gross, you know. Um, I can't just put all that. Most of that money's already been reinvested back into all the companies, you know. It's funny, uh, when you make, when you're running three, four companies and you make $2 million, it doesn't feel like a lot of money. I mean, it's, I can't, you know, I'm not complaining by any means about making $2 million across the companies. It's just, uh, it all gets reinvested back in, like, you know, for example, like staff last week, alone I think is going to be 16 grand just in staffing you know what I mean that doesn't count anything else so you think about that man it's pretty it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy you know 16 grand I can't I, I was just thinking about that I'm like dude I'm paying out 
16, 17 grand in staffing, uh, just in staff a week, uh, which is great. That's awesome. I think it's so cool. Um, and I get to feel good knowing that most of my staff makes really good money. I mean, there's a few people that are like small part-time roles, but like my top staff members will make, you know, $2,800, $2,900 this week, which is, you know, that's pretty damn good money, you know, I think, well over six figures, you know. But the, the, the challenging thing is sitting back and looking at what does six figures get you now versus what six figures would have gotten you 15, 20 years ago. 20 years ago, you're making a hundred grand. You're doing very, very well. Now you're making a hundred grand and it's like, you know, you still don't have a whole lot left over um, at the end of each week, you know, because everything now is just inflation is just so, so high. And, you know, the government has completely destroyed our currency, which was, you know, as soon as they got rid of the gold standard. But anyways, we go into all that right now. But um, I've got a, my executive assistant, very good friend, Rachel, got me this shirt. It says uh, politicians don't die like they used to. And it's two, you know, like corpses hanging upside down off a tree uh, that are like skeletons with like those powdered wigs on. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm excited to wear this to the gym today because uh, politicians don't die like they used to, man. Many of these people right now that are doing what they're doing, I mean, these people are just... Um, the people running this world are so evil and the evil is uh, you know like for example they have this new I think it's like a dome I think it's in Las Vegas so they have this new dome in Las Vegas uh, where they do concerts so you go you know those you don't know, remember those it's almost like a giant IMAX theater only the whole dome is like screens so when you're in this dome they put up a bunch of crazy visuals and uh, I saw some clips from a U2 concert and somebody recorded it and slowed it down and when you slow down the graphics it was just the devil's number it was talking about Satan it was talking about using words like lie manipulate like there's so much evil there's so much subconsciously just uh, plugged evil in this one. What's going on here? Um, interesting. Guy had some lady pulled over and has her out of her car. She looks very normal. Um, there's just so much evil in the world right now, and it's very clear. Like, if you're not, I don't know how somebody could not be a Christian at this point. Number one, because of all the hatred directed towards Christians and Christianity in the world, like you don't see any other relate, re religion get the kind of hate that Christians do, but number two, when you look at the world's leaning towards the devil, like the devil of the Bible it's, it I don't understand how you couldn't be a Christian like if you're listening to me and you haven't given your life to Jesus yet, I really really encourage you to make that decision, because when you look around you can see it's very look at look at all these celebrities. Look at this girl that Doja Cat or whatever her name is, satanic, Sam Sweet, satanic. Like you just look at the satanic themes and everything around us, 
And it's like, okay, if they're pushing that so hard in Hollywood and the politicians, like, if they're just pushing that agenda so hard, don't you, like, at what point do you start to think what's on the other side of that? Well, it's God. It's good versus evil. And you better pick a side because, you know, pick a side or die in the middle. I mean, you're going to die either way, but it's what's going to happen to your soul when you do die because you're going to die. I just want to remind everybody that's listening to me that at some point you are going to die. And when we die, you know, there's going to be judgment. And the reason, and I really want to give you the reason why Jesus is so important, is for God to be perfect, which he is, for God to be perfect, which he is, that requires, you know, God is love, God is mercy, but God is also justice and judgment. Like, you can't have love and mercy without wrath and judgment, right? There has to be a penalty. God is just. God's judgment and justice is perfect. So if somebody does something wrong, there has to be a penalty for that. Whether it was a white lie, whether it was murder, whether you're... It doesn't matter. There's no such thing as a good person. It's like, again, I've used this analogy before. If you're a gallon of water and I pour a whole cup of poison into you, okay, that's poisoned water, right? Let's say that whole cup was you murdered two people drunk driving, okay? Well, if I take that same clean gallon of water and I just put a drop of poison, just one droplet from a little dropper, you know, those little, like a little eyedropper, I put one droplet of poison in there, which is just, you lied to your grandma when you were 12 years old. That water, are you going to drink that water? (laughs) Are you going to drink either of those gallon jugs of water? Of course not, because they're both poison. Well, one's just got a little bit though, right? Don't you want to drink that? No, it's still corrupted. So people, and this is the problem with modern evangelicalism uh, in some sects, is that they they try to convince you that if you just do good things generally, you know what I mean? You just, you know, go to church every once in a while, make sure you tithe, be good to people, you know, don't steal, don't murder, all these things you could, you could buy your way into heaven somehow. But what you don't understand is God sees us without so this is without Jesus is we're complete we're we're oily disgusting rags we're dirty right because we've committed sin big and small big and small and why Jesus is so important is because now I want you to listen to me very carefully because this is many people misunderstand Christian why why would God send his own son to die that doesn't make it so he killed himself basically because God and son are the same and blah, blah. okay so here's here's the deal because God is perfect in his justice and judgment and his love and mercy are perfect the yin and yang right are perfect. He's perfect in everything that he does. Our sins require a punishment. There's a penalty required for our sins, both big and small. So I don't know if hell is going to be different for different people. I don't know if hell is going to be hotter for the for the murderer as opposed to the guy that just told a couple white lies and maybe cheated on us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what that's going to be like. I don't have those answers for you. 
But what I can tell you is there's going to be judgment because God's perfect. So we need to be judged according to our sins, big and small. So judgment and wrath wait for all of us. That is what we deserve because we are fallen creatures and we are in a constant state of rebellion against God. Think about how often you want to do bad things, big or small. You know what I mean? Think about how often you have to wrestle with your flesh over things. So the reason why Jesus is so important is this is the crux of it right here. This is this is a very important thing that I need you to understand. Jesus is so important because he came and he lived. So, you know, they used to have to, in, in the Old Testament, to atone for their sins, they would have to sacrifice animals, right? Because blood needed to be spilled, right? It's like capital punishment. If somebody commits murder, we hang that person, right? That's justice, right? Somebody kills a little kid because they're a psychopath, we give that person lethal injection, okay? So blood for blood, okay? Boom. The, the scales, the balance has been balanced, right? The scales of justice have been balanced. So they used to have to kill animals uh, in the Old Testament, and that blood would satisfy God's wrath, right? But it never completely satisfied it because it's just the blood of animals. <clears throat> Jesus came... And he lived what none of us could do, and that is the perfect life, meaning that he never committed even an iota of a fraction of a single little tiny piece of a sin. He never sinned. He lived the perfect life. His death on the cross was the punishment, represented the punishment that we all deserve for our sins. So what we have in Jesus is we have an intercessor, um, somebody that instead of us paying the ultimate price, Jesus paid the ultimate price. And when we believe in Jesus, in his life, his death, and his resurrection, and we put our belief and our trust in Jesus, what we're basically doing is we're putting Jesus between us and God's wrath. So when God looks at us without Jesus, he sees the fallen, corrupted, sin-filled creature. But when we put Jesus between us and God, he sees the righteousness and the perfection of Jesus and his blood that was spilled on our behalf. And that right there is the gospel message, that we are completely and utterly unable to save ourselves, that we are fallen, corrupt, sin-filled creatures. However, our belief in Jesus puts him, again, as an intercessor between us and God, and when God looks at us, he no longer sees the filthy, dirty rags. He sees the perfection of Jesus. And that's what saves us. It's not our good deeds. Now, you know, a tree will be judged by the fruit that it bears. Of course, our belief in Jesus should result in a changed life, changed attitude. We should act and behave differently uh, than somebody that's not saved, right? There should be an evidence of that salvation through sanctification that over time we try to get a little bit better, we get a little bit, we're never going to be perfect, but we try to get a little bit better, we get a little bit better, we get a little bit better. It doesn't mean that we don't make mistakes. It doesn't mean that we don't fall back occasionally back in old habits. It means that we do sometimes and we bounce right back, right? But we put our faith and our trust in Jesus and that allows us access to the Father, to heaven, to his kingdom. 
So I need you to understand that that's the core of the gospel message, that a price needed to be paid for our sins. It was paid through Jesus' blood. Now, because that sacrifice was made, because Jesus loved us, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that who shall ever should believe in him will have everlasting life and peace. I don't... I wasn't originally going to talk about this today, but I just feel like whoever's tuning, there's people tuning in today that need to hear this message. And you better get right with that ASAP because there is a very real war going on all around us right now, and you want to be on the right side. You want to be on the right side. So think about that today. Okay, as you go about your day, make sure you get your you know your heart right before God. And uh, just know that I tell you this because I love you. And I wouldn't want to see anybody perish for eternity. So, all right, I love you guys. Let's get it.